Hello, and welcome back to the Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. This episode is a bit of a slow burn, with most of the good stuff coming in at the second half. I often have trouble trying to complete my thoughts on this podcast, and I end up creating a bunch of loose ends that I circle back to multiple times. Distracting tangents are part of being high, I guess, but I do better at handling them as the episode goes on. My documentary class is going to be pretty intense from now until the end of the semester, so I might have to skip a week here or there when releasing episodes. You can find announcements on the show's social media, which are listed at the end of this episode and all the other episodes. That's it, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello. Oh, damn. This is PGT, Patrick's Green Tea. Podcast, in particular. And, um, I've been walking. I've been walking on an abandoned road. Very abandoned, like, not even paved. And I just reached the part where I should turn back. (laughs) There's this one giant patch of mud that's pretty deep. Luckily, it's dry right now, it looks like, but you're going to get your foot stuck in this thing and all dirty. Oh, right now I'm walking over the patch. That would be really bad. But luckily, it's completely dry. Anyway, I was freaking out because I walked so far into this, like, abandoned road that it got really overgrown. Yeah, sorry, I'm just freaking out over a noise of trees rustling. (laughs) Um, It's really overgrown, and everything's really close together. Like all the woodsy stuff, the uncut wild stuff, and pretty interesting but I'm not here for interesting right now (laughs) I'm trying to get somewhere comfy or at least a little more comfy the problem today is that this whole part of the not not this whole part I shouldn't say all the parks are like places to walk in my state I shouldn't say my state because I don't know that for sure but for sure like my county I guess um, are just packed it's 92 right now and like a lot of people were stuck uh, working at home. At least they were in, uh, like, June. They probably still are, you know. Everyone just assumes, okay, it's been so long, it must be back to normal by now. Because we're so used to, like, th- thing, like fads that last only, like, a month or two. without Until we stop caring about it. I feel like we're trying to categorize the pandemic as a fad right now. And, uh... Sorry, I was checking about still recording. Damn. <laughs> it's only been two and a half minutes. Well, anyway, I'm trying to cram this idea of the pandemic into the parameters of a fad. So, like, expecting it to be over, then not caring, or just taking it out of the news cycle. But it really hasn't left the news cycle. People are still out of work, you know? This is pretty serious. I'm lucky because my parents both have their jobs now. One works from home and one is an essential worker. So, I'm super lucky. A lot of people just got laid off, you know? It's pretty crazy. Even in my mom's, uh, uh, what's the word? Corporation, I guess, because she has a corporate job. Um, there was There was like a 40% layoff pretty wild but she didn't get the axe then so she must be 
important, so that's good. Or just a random integer that didn't show up in the calculation or something. I don't know how they do layoffs, that's so interesting. They must just measure by efficiency and not just make it random. That seems like the more profitable thing to do. I'm just thinking in terms of how a CEO would think. Or how I imagine a CEO would think. Just what, no what numbers would sound better or look better. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> Based on the fact... Backtracking like... Two or three minutes ago. My, this park I'm at is packed. Um, so what I was trying to say about the pandemic is that because of the pandemic and everyone's home... A lot of more people are in the parks right now, is what I imagine. I've never seen them this full, summer or winter. I guess summer would be the more popular time, but either way, it's super popular. Maybe I just haven't been in this area over the summer for a long enough period of time when it was really hot. But I, th I must have, you know? I've been doing this sort of thing, like walking around here for a few years now. I guess I haven't really had, a, I've, I haven't had a car until 20, 19 so I haven't that that has changed my lifestyle I think I didn't used to drive as far as I do now but I never really had reasons to drive as far as I do now I guess and I, I yeah my mom let me borrow her car like twice to go to upstate New York to do that documentary I've been living on borrowed cars for a while not that I, I guess maybe I have done some stuff some, uh, some uh, I don't know what, what kind of stuff I'm talking about right now. I have done some, oh, uncharacteristic stuff maybe? I don't know, my train of thought just like derailed and I didn't realize it was derailing until the last car came off the tracks. So, it was like in a nice smooth downward arc off like a cliff. Anyway. Oh, I'm back where I started. In the trail. I, I think I was trying to say something. Anyway, okay. The real thing I was trying to say was that this park is packed. I said it like three times now. I think it, I'm beating a dead horse right now. But that's the main 100% landing point we're sticking with. So, this patch of abandoned road is perfect because no one goes here. Or next to no one. I think I've already said this too. Anyways... I don't want to go back to civilization right now because everything's packed. I might just go back to my car or something. I have snacks. No, you know what? I'm going to go back to this little seat that I found in the rocks. It was really nice and it's in the shade. I got high here on this patch of abandoned road, as I said, on this little side thing where there's a rock wall and a stack of like really flat, really wide rocks. They're like sh square rocks. So. I sat down on that and smoked. It was really nice. It's a nice little cubby. I was looking at, uh, last time I was high for places to uh, sit. So, I found one. It's just, you have to climb up this wall. It's not just like a, like a rectangular wall. It's like a mound of little rocks that stretch way down. Maybe it's not a wall and it's like a dam. I don't know. I'm going to sit down now. Carefully. See, I decided to do a podcast today. I thought I had an adequate amount of stuff to talk about for sure. A few of them are rolling in my uh, mind. I'll just pick one and go with it. Um, 
The semester looks kind of fucky right now. Um, it, I was dead set on... Oh, is the mic even facing me? I was dead set on... What's the word? Huh. Going back to school like normal in a dorm and try to do my classes that way and not defer a semester. That's the other big decision I had to make. And then anyway, I, th I thought that's what I was doing, just staying, going as normal. But then I got, I got finally information about my classes and stuff because the school has been so slow to release them. They waited until like the last week where we could like decide on housing and shit. It was aw awful situation, awfully handled. I mean, at least they started moving the date back for the cancellation of rooms and stuff. Because like the, the the deadline for housing cancellation, um, you have to, I don't know, forfeit the the what you paid for the house, or the dorm. But anyway, without getting into the particulars of the whole debacle, my main thing right now is that I think I am going to go back to school as normal because I really don't think the pandemic is going to be fixed soon enough for me to have a normal semester by the time I go back, you know. The longest amount I could foreseeably wait is until fall of 2021, and then things might be a little back to normal, but at that point, all my friends have graduated, you know, and maybe the market went back to normal, so I, what, I'm going to start working in the summer for somewhere, get hired, and have to go back to school? They're going to fire my ass, dude. Like, no, I have to graduate as soon as possible. Because it's cool, like, you're operating on their schedule. Once you're graduated, like, you're operating on your job schedule and your schedule. And you could change your job more easily than you can, you know, take a break with um, a semester or something. Maybe the prologue isn't good. Joe Rogan has a prologue where he mentions the sponsors and stuff. So I think it'd be better to keep what it is now in this sort of neutral space where I can just talk about things that are relevant to the podcast at that time in like a more present connotation, like instead of me talking from you know, however many months before, I'd rather have a place where I can be like, oh, the podcast is, ha this is happening in the podcast next week, you can watch out for it, or something like that. But then also, pod uh, I think that's a good spot for sponsors. So people don't feel like they're missing out on something or something was lost when we eventually transfer over to sponsors. There are a few, to be honest, there have been a few sponsors that I could get probably. But first of all, I don't really release that many episodes a month or week. Um, or I don't get as many views, I should say. I don't know what I said <clears throat> before. But they'll get as many downloads. And that's kind of what they look for. The big... Sponsors at least, but I could get random sponsors that just have campaigns for general like, and they base it on. Um, that they give you a time limit to how long you have to do this ad or something. I don't remember. Either way, I didn't really look into it. But the important thing is like I have sponsors I could get, but don't use because I don't know. I might start this semester. Not semester. Season. Ah, oh, I'm kind of bored of sitting. I want to do stuff. I can't remember if what I smoked was indica or a hybrid. I 
think it was a hybrid. Might have been the cheapest option, and there would have been no indicas on the cheap, the cheap end. I think that's what happened. I'm going to fucking look it up. I don't even care. Watermelon gelato. What is that? I'll have to look in my <laughs> receipt log. Hey, big ass mosquito. It's actually a problem because it's a tiny ass mosquito, actually. <laughs> Same one. Get the fuck away. I have to hit it. Land. You're on foreign airspace. Alright, hang on. Um. Well, yeah, watermelon gelato hybrid. Alright, now I know. Sorry for the radio silence. Yeah, watermelon gelato hybrid. Gelato. I'm slurring my words here. Anyway. I thought that it would be good to podcast since I really enjoy it. I know I do. It's a good place where I can like reorder my thoughts and then other people see it, which is awesome. And it's like a big project I have to put together for myself, which is nice. But I'm putting it together for you guys too, you know? Sometimes I feel like I, there is no audience because like, I feel like there's no way there's an audience, you know? It doesn't seem like something feasible to me. But then when it actually happens, it's like, holy shit. Or I just, when I, when my perception of it is, oh, there can't be. Sometimes. A lot of times I remember, like, oh, I am talking to people. That makes me feel really happy. That's what I'm trying to say. So you guys make me happy. I hope to make you happy, too. Hmm. What is happening? Oh, okay. Um, we're 14 minutes in. 14, one four. And we're feeling good. I think that the mosquito bit my like thumb. Not the top part, like the bottom knuckle. It also is 25 minutes into my joint. And it's interesting. I think highness peaks between like 15 to 30 minutes because right now I definitely I, I don't know I don't know if I feel it I feel dizzy for sure maybe that seems like a good sign like your eyes just seem to like just for intoxication in general your, your eyes move all sludgily they don't move that like quick and um like point a to point b it's like doop, little zip No, when you're high and drunk, it's just, your eyes just, like, do a slow pan, <laughs> or whatever the fucking word is. I always confuse pan for tilt and, you know, all the other words for it. Because as a director, you have to say, like, to your cinematographer, oh, pan down, tilt left, pan right, panorama, all this shit. And turn. I think Turn is probably another one of those words. I feel like it's too not specific though, and they wouldn't use it. There must be some more pretentious lingo. I've been calling my school my art that I've been studying pretent uh, pretentious a lot. Yet I'm going to go into film probably. No, that's not true. I'll go to documentary. Does that count as film? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. 
I should study the camera turns, whatever they are. The camera turn terms. Yeah. Maybe I'll eat a snack now. I've been doing that in the past few podcasts. Um, I definitely want one because I have the munchies. But I don't want to have to edit this later because I know I will. Oh, it's fine. I'll just get to it. Okay, well, I just got a phone call. All right, <laughs> sorry. That's just like, completely discombobulated me. I wanted to say that I've listened to Oliver Tree's Jerk. Um, <laughs> I was just overwhelmed with ways that I could like repost this later, like in a succinct way. And then like, I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm gonna start again. So I've been listening to Oliver Tree's Jerk a lot. Just his Instagram post about it. And like just that one little segment of the song that he posted, just looping, it was just so satisfying. And that's, it was just so weird. It was so unique. So I thought, I don't know, I'll, I'll play this a million times. And then when the album finally came out, I listened to the song. It was really good. So I've been thinking about that song. It's just so weird. It's like the, vo- the vocal melody is just so... And the rhythm, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. Now I won't know how long the podcast is, but that's fine. It was eight minutes, eighteen minutes when I stopped. So I already did like twenty minutes, basically. That's how I'm going to think about that. So back to what we were at. I was snacking, so I'm going to have to drink, and it's just water for those of you who are curious. I have started drinking though, because I never really was interested in alcohol, and then I just started exploring it, and it's interesting. It's not bad, necessarily, to use in the amount that I do. I use like twice a week, max, which is still a lot, but I don't drink a lot twice a week, you know, I usually do like one or two drinks, so there's this thing called, um, no, I won't say this on the podcast. This isn't about my drunk experiences. I write it all down in my, um, if you go to Patreon, uh, do my Patreon, Patrick Screen Tea podcast, I think it's called, or just at Patrick Screen Tea. I don't really know how it's distributed, but you'll find it. It's a big old weed leaf. And anyway, you go into that, you subscribe $5, and then you could read my Drunk Patrick Chronicles. And then if you want to support the show, you could keep the subscription going, just pay $5 a month without even like thinking about it, but supporting me to, for example, put up um, the show on SoundCloud, which is a recurring fee, and it's like, it's kind of up there for what I can afford right now. Just the podcast hosting alone is like $15 a month, which is like, or 14 whatever the number is, but it's like... It's not horrible, but it's not great, you know? And just to have another expense that's even more than that a month. You know, I, do, I just work for DoorDash on the weekends. Anyway, I'm not going to tell my sob story. <laughs> I just feel weird asking people for patronage. But Patreon is called Patreon, am I right? It's a place for patronage. Either way, whatever you decide. I don't, I don't have to sell you on it. You're going to decide for yourself. Um... It's greatly appreciated on this end, for sure. 
all I need is three patrons to be able to do the um, SoundCloud thing. So you, you'd be playing a very major role in subscribing or becoming a patron, whatever. There's two levels. There's a $5 and a $10. So honestly, we just need two people at that point. If someone chips in $10 a month, then we can get uh, SoundCloud on for a while. I don't know who uses SoundCloud, though. It's a nice place for comments, which is nice. It's a great place for comments, actually, on long audio. Because it's time-specific. But yeah. I think Spotify is like a beast right now. Everyone, I think since I was a kid, everyone's looked for a way to play music and search music, you know. I think having a place to do that has always has been in demand for a, um, a while when all you could do is get CDs. But I think like Groove Shark was my first one. And you type in Groove Sark into the URL bar in your school computer and it'll take you to groovesharp.com because I think the server reroutes you instead of you searching for it and it like bypasses the firewall or blo- the block I guess that the IT guys put on you it's pretty funny so I listen to Groove Shark a lot but then Groove Shark just died one day it was really sad and I had a whole library of like stuff that just went away so then I got SoundCloud which did the same job. But as soon as I got into SoundCloud, I had my own phone, I think. Yeah, I might have had Goose, listened to Goose Shark for, since before I had a phone. That's wild. But anyway, SoundCloud moved to YouTube primarily. And then I'll do a mix between the two. And then my girlfriend's family at the time, my girlfriend at the time's family, I should say, um, had Apple Music, the family plan, or family share, whatever it's called, and so they put me on because I had an extra slot, and I got free Apple Music, which was great. But then I liked it so much, and I I decided to get a new Apple Music in my own name, you know, and turned out that when I started it, they asked me if I wanted to clear my library or keep it, but I just misunderstood what they were asking because it was like asked in a weird way. And the options were worded in a certain way that was confusing. I, I accidentally chose to like clear my library, which sucked, and I lost all those. But it made me rebuild, and I think that was good for me. Because like, I pretty much know what songs I liked. You know, If I didn't care about them, I would forget them. You know, But it is annoying when music things get wiped. Music libraries. When it's my fault, I understand it's shitty, but like, you know, at least it was my fault, you know? It was something I could have avoided, but the Groove Shark was kind of just sad. There's a lot of Rob Thomas and like video game music, I think. I think what year it must have been. It must have been 2011. Anyway, it's currently 40 minutes into the high. Just about. I'm gonna check the time on the podcast. I could keep talking, I think. I think I'm feeling good. Yeah. In 30 minutes, I'd say. I appreciate you guys. Is the important thing. I appreciate you. And I like seeing the weird spikes in one day. Or like 
a bunch of what really gets me is like the consistent listenership like i'll get one a day you know at least not at least but for a while there's like stretches where it's one a day and it's like that seems like that really gets me i think that's probably the more because a, a spike could mean like an error or someone like stopped and started maybe i don't really know what downloads counts but regardless i think it's just one listen through if you stop and start, it doesn't add another number. But anyway, I don't know. All the numbers are good. They're all good. On the statistics. The, what is it? The, the analytics. Yeah, there's people all over the place. I've been in my same spot for a while. My water bottle tastes weird. <clears throat> Maybe soap? I don't know. I wouldn't say it's sweet. But it's like... Not bubbly. It's, clo it's closer to bubbly and like basic. But it doesn't taste basic, you know. It just tastes bubbly. I don't know. This is a clean water bottle. I didn't put anything in it. Mmm. So yeah, Drunk Patrick Chronicles on Patreon. There's also an episode of unreleased audio that I put on there. But I did not, I don't know. I do know. It was mostly guitar playing. But if you're into that, it's there. If you're not into that, you still got the Drunk Patrick Chronicles. So it's a win-win. I'm a great salesman, can't you tell? I've actually, i done sales in the past. i done sales. Um, for women's perfume. No joke. It was a position my mom worked in, or worked or whatever. And, I almost just slipped. Um, she got me a job. They said they, they would, uh, I forgot how they worded it, but basically, like, I was in danger of getting a drug test by applying for that job, which I don't know. The last time, two times I got hospitalized, my drug, my, t can't, my THC, whatever, uh, results always came back that I didn't have it in my system. So maybe my system was just really weird because I can't, I can't digest edibles and, and get high from that. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I think I might have a stomach problem because I like every once in a while, I also TMI. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going to draw the line. It's a very, it's a generous line, but it's a realistic and, uh, I don't know, opinionated line. I'm going to have to go in front of people soon, so sorry if my voice gets a little quiet. Maybe I won't go near them. Well, maybe I'll just walk away. <laughs> I think I'll do that, to be honest. There's too many people. All right. I want to walk again. When it gets really dense and jungly, I'm going to turn back. And then we can do it again if we have to. This has been a weird podcast, I realize. It was really strong in like the the beginning of the second quarter. Or the second third. But then it just... Maybe second quarter is more accurate. But anyway, and then it just became, I don't know. Better than what I would have experienced just high on my own though. Because damn, I never get paranoid during the podcast. 
that's a bad thing probably if I'm walking in the woods and there's like potential danger but you know I have my knife so it's all good but <clears throat> regardless of that I never get paranoid it's a weird little journal I have made for myself this whole podcast also as of now more uh, photo like I don't know how to describe it photo posts and more text episodes on the website to come. Just go to patrickscreenc.com and there's like multiple tabs you can click on and then they take you to whatever it is. So the, because uh, I never, I don't think I've ever really explained this on the podcast. There's photos, which gives you like uh, a day's worth of photos and there are captions, like explanations of what, what they are. Um, text episodes are just te- uh, text files I wrote during a day when I didn't, record myself so it's just it, that day only existed as a text file and then if that if that text had if that day had photos to it then I sometimes include them you know stuff like that so yeah I'm gonna go down to the reservoir at some point because I want to see the water I love seeing the water but not right now when I head back, that'll be my last time. So, yes, my website is full of exciting things. This is the main. Oh, supplements. Let me just let me just before I go. Supplements is uh, or it used to be supplementals, but supplements is things that I recorded or took pictures of during the podcast or I mentioned during the podcast. You know, then it's like, oh, he mentioned this. Sometimes, I'll, uh, if the date aligns, I'll have photos that I was talking about, like City Field Night 2, and like the second episode, or third episode, something like that. So, yeah. Huh. Cool. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go soon. It was almost 40 minutes. I think that's a good length. I, 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 what I did today was I got all the high stuff out of the way. Like things I wanted to do while high, which I usually like have some sort of like mental plan ready. Um, I listen to music or whatever I was planning to listen to, and then that's it. Right to podcasting. Or that was it, I should say. So I did that, and it was a really successful strategy. Because at a point, I'm like, I don't want to listen to Whiskey River again. Because that was the, that was the, oh, it was Whiskey River on like Liberty. And uh, Karina or something. No, it was Shakedown Street from the same show. I don't know what show it was. And then... So I listened to Liberty, which is great. Because, like... It made, me, it made me feel like, oh my god, I listened to the Grateful Dead. Not for the lyrics, but for, like... Or, yeah, for the lyrics. But, like, just for the orchestra of sound they create between all the instruments. And, uh... All the people you can follow. This 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 Liberty recording was a really good one. You can hear everyone on it. Which is a sign of a good recording. Um, you know, I'm gonna look it up. So I did that, and I I just got everything out of the way. And once I did that, I just started the podcasting, and then I didn't feel paranoid at all. I felt really good actually. So this is a very ideal way to spend my high time. You know. All right, Cal Expo. Uh. May 26, 1993. 
I think it's a good song. I think I think the whole liberty thing encapsulates like the American spirit of like fuck you. I'll do this even. Um, I'll, I'll do this regardless of your opinion. And while it has a really bad connotation now, it's been taken to the extreme. That for sure is what the country was country was founded upon. Just rebellion. Um, it makes sense why we have the biggest population, uh, biggest population of conspiracy theorists, because they just they don't trust what they're being told. You know. And the biggest population of like alternative, you know, like anarcho-fascists, anarcho-capitalist, syndicalist. That's not the same one, by the way. It's anarcho-syndicalist. Um, you know. You know. Of course you know. But I don't know. I know that. I'm still high. <laughs> Damn. What was even my point? Talking about rebelliousness? Oh yeah, liberty. <laughs> so liber so my girlfriend does not like the song because it, it has too many connotations of now with ma mask anti-maskers, as a friend of mine called them, the people who refuse to wear a mask during the pandemic, and the anti-vaxxers. Just people who just don't trust science, they don't trust authority, and just completely going against it. I mean, it makes sense that that, like, connotation rings true, because it's especially relevant right now with the anti-maskers, but she, I don't I don't know if she doesn't give the songs a fair chance at a point. Like, I think once she hears something she doesn't like, she just latches onto it. Because, like, I don't know. I mean, some song, some songs she likes Why am I obsessing over this? <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I get I get kind of like defensive about my songs is the bottom line. One of my friends, I, sh I sent him, uh, uh, I saw her standing there from Jerry Garcia's Run From The Roses album, I thought, I think it was. It's the one where he's riding a tiger. Um, and he did not like it. And I'm like, dude, this is like such an inventive rework of the original song. And he's like, dude, I just don't like it. Not everyone has to like the same songs, is what he said, something like that. And I was like, all right, damn, you're right. <laughs> I'm being kind of an asshole. So I stopped. He just played a ukulele on his Instagram. Um, it was like a Grateful Dead inlay, I think it's what it's called. Or like the the bass of the guitar. I don't know. The the part you can see, the face of it, I guess. That's not the neck. It was with it was inlaid, I guess, with uh like a lightning bolt, the red, white, and blue. It was really cool. And he played the ukulele with the song, playing his eye with his eyes closed, doing it really well. I was impressed. His name is Paul. I've met him I met him on a film shoot and I was wearing a Grateful Dead shirt against the advice of wearing bland uh, blank t-shirts to set because it'll distract the director otherwise but I was like fuck it you know 
this is just a school project. I'm just doing it for hours. I don't care about any of you people currently. I was like, <laughs> I don't think it was that extreme in my head. I'm exaggerating. But because I did like the people on set. But I just thought, like, this is a dark shirt. I'm not really doing much. Because it was a multiple day affair. This was the last day. I'm like, dude, if I'm just going to be sitting in the green room and, like, defending the snacks, like, I really don't have to be well dressed for this or professionally dressed for this. I just wore a great for that shirt. And then Paul saw it. He's like, hey, you're just the dad? I was like, oh my God. He was the script supervisor on the uh, set. So he, his job is crazy. The script supervisor, like, they have to watch for all the continuity errors. Like, all of them. They have to look, make sure every single thing in the frame, like the, the props, the, the dress, the way they looked in certain directions, like all this stuff. They have to keep track of that. And if something's wrong, they have to be the first one to pick it up and like make, uh, make sure it's exactly right. So I can't do that, dude. That's too much work. Cause like there's no, there's no limit, forward or backward limit on what you're supposed to remember. I guess there's no forward limit <laughs> when you're trying to remember things cause the forward would be the future and you can't really remember that. But basically you have to, like the, the amount of things you have to remember, I guess. Like, it never changes. And, and how far back you have to remember goes. I guess it's basically to the beginning of the scene. You know? I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to do that. That's too much. It's too intense. What I do is, like, help the uh, cameraman change the lens. And, I mean, I got to direct... Or I got to operate a camera rig. It was like a... So, like, the, the director of photography held the whole rig. It was, like, a circle with the camera in the middle that um, panned and tilted and all that shit based on my remote. I had a big joystick, and it was so fucking cool. It was hard, though. It was really hard. Getting any, any responsibility on set is just, like, so difficult because it all rests on you, and, like, you have so many opportunities to fuck up and just get all embarrassed and, like, I don't know. So anyway, I don't even know what started that. This episode has been a weird ride. I'll tell you that. Paul, that's where it started. So Paul is great. He is great. He, uh... I saw him one time. Like We, we met up at City Field. He ran late because he had to do something. He had to pick... He had to uh, get a snack on the way in. Um, and he missed Shakedown Street and he was all upset but he wasn't like super upset it was just like a bummer but then we had a great rest of the show I saw him in between sets um, afterwards we, we went home together like I took the subway with the guys and it was really good it's like I don't know New York has, has given me some interesting stories like see, see the way things change around the map it's like basically like living in an extreme version of GTA uh, 5 I guess the way I'm living it I've ran into some odd characters not bad just a lot of just odd uh, folk and I have so many side quests popping up all the time of like oh do this or go to this or like uh, like there's this one dude I saw in a pizza shop who had this guitar on him. It was missing a string or two. 
and he just had this weird I forgot how he was dressed but it was so bizarre and like I uh, I told him I, I loved his look or something and he was like oh thank you and we got to talking I said it reminded me of the Joker because the, the Joker movie just came out it did, actually I don't think it came out yet it might have been to the point where I didn't see it yet but it might have just come out something like that and he was talking about how it was his idea for one of them to use the Joker in this, I don't know. Some weird story that's probably not true. But um, it, it sounded true at the time. That's all that matters, <laughs> to be honest. Like, it's not going to affect anyone. But uh, he had a really interesting... Now that I think about the Joker look, it definitely had like like purple-pink vibes, like that kind of Joker. Um... I don't know. So anyway, he told me where he worked. It was like some jewelry or art store. And he said that I should swing by or something. Because he has poetry nights every Thursday or something like that. I need to take him up on it. Alright, I think that's it for me, guys. It's, uh... Yeah. This is a meaty podcast. Any, any longer and I would just be boring, you guys, probably. Not that this is boring, but I think... I just want to end it while it's good. All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope to see you soon and stay safe. Hello. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick's Green Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and text are available on our website, patrickscreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r slash You can make comments on YouTube and on the website, and you can contact me directly at patrickscreentea at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much, and have a lovely day.